0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Jordan, and this is episode 42 of Sodom and I. And yesterday, we started reading a 21-day devotional, and with day one, just a little uh, reminder, we spoke about one of the names for God is Jehovah, which means the God who sanctifies. And sanctification is a word that means to set apart or to separate right so today we are going to be on day two of the 21 day devotional and let's get started Ah, before we get started i'm gonna read i made seven points yesterday about my 21 day gratitude journal so the first one waking up. I'm going to be grateful for waking up every morning. And then the second one was having a fun friend with the same interest. So yesterday I, um, I woke up and I wasn't feeling the best. And I called my friend and she was like, put some clothes on come outside. (laughs) So I put some clothes on and went outside and I just went shopping with her well I didn't shop I was just there for the vibes but you know she took me to Ross with her we were looking at the purses because we like looking at Ross purses don't sleep on Ross guys we have some good quality stuff in there but um then we went and got something to eat and she brought me back home and I had an, uh, uh, and a hair appointment to get done and she brought me back home then I changed and went and worked <laughs> I was working I went out and worked yesterday Wow so um then I went and hung out with her after that because it, it only took me 15 minutes to do that haircut and you know it's just nice to be able to appreciate your time you know with somebody it's nice I like I like companionship. I like all forms of companionship, you know. But shout out to my dog. She's great. I've known her since uh since high school. But this 20 2023. We graduated in 2018, but met in 2014. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. I've been friends for almost 10 years. That's wild. I just thought of that. Thank you, Vora, for the longevity yes. of my my friendship. hmm Number three, food. Chicken in particular. When well, we went out to eat yesterday, <laughs> we went to this place called the Uptown Cafe. And we got this we got blackened chicken hash browns. My gosh, it was so good. It was so good. Black and chicken is so good. Thank you, Lord, for black and chicken. My gosh. So four, being able to help clients. So when I write this at night, it gives me a chance to think about, you know, the activities that I've done throughout the entire day. You know, I feel like it helps me with my with my memory because I need help with my memory. The Lord knows. So I um I get to sit down at night and then think about what I did all day, you know, whether it was progressive or not, you know. And it was. I try to make my days very um productive and progressive. There we go. So for being able to help clients, I um, you know, I did this man's hair yesterday. I just gave him a I brought him down to a 1 and then just lined them up but he's my first residual client he said every two weeks go ahead and put me down for Thursday at 1 30 and I was like all right so I could I could count on him every two weeks unless he's not feeling well you know but this is just something for them to look forward to in the home you know because I know they be bored sometimes and even though I got it done in 15 minutes uh, he was still very appreciative and thankful. So, yeah, definitely very happy to be able to help clients. Number five, learning how to sustain myself through Jesus. Right. What was I thinking about when I said this? Learning how to sustain myself through Jesus. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm taking more clients, so I'm going to be able to, um, you know, make more money. Like this, I I wanted to be able to help God and help people while helping myself. (laughs) But the Lord says, as long as we take care of the right hand, he will take care of the left hand. The right hand is for giving. The left hand is for receiving. So as long as I, you know, I'm glad that I'm able to help clients. And because I wanted to be able to do more in his kingdom, he's like, all right, I got you. I got you, you know? Number six, doggos, right? I know yesterday I specified my doggo baby boy. And today, or well, yes, mm, two days ago on the first, I specified my doggo baby boy. And yesterday I just uh, put down doggos because my, my buddy has a dog. And then there's also another dog that I helped save, uh, in what 2020, and one of my other friends ended up falling in love and taking her. Right, I um, I'm just I'm just happy for these dogs. I love animals. If I wasn't working in hair, Lord knows I'd be working with the animal babies. I I surely would. And then number seven, because I only wrote seven instead of 21. I want to do variations of seven because I like that number. And I think God likes that number, too. It's either God or Jesus' favorite number. One of those two, but I know seven. Seven, I, I like it. Seven. The number seven makes me feel nice. So that's why yesterday we did 21 to, uh, you know what I mean when I said yesterday yesterday we read 21 today we're reading 7 tomorrow we'll be reading some variation of 7 you know but now that that's all taken care of look and this is at seven minutes oh, Lol, well, the lord is hilarious <laughs> but now we're gonna read our devotional mm-hmm God is our provider. One second. All right. God is our provider. Have you ever sat at the dining table and wondered which bill could be late so your lights would not be turned off? Mm Mm-hmm. What about sitting in your car at the gas pump, checking your account to see exactly how much gas you could put in your car? Mm Mm-hmm. Life happens, and sometimes it happens fast. There is one thing we have to keep in mind. God always provides. The thing is, God is not always going to provide in the way we think. (laughs) That's absolutely true. We may want someone to give us money, but instead there's an error with our previous payment. And we now have a credit on the bill. We could be trying to figure out how far we can go on what gas we have left in our tank when we realize we don't have as many errands to run this week. God is able and he provides for us. This is why uh people be getting lost. Wow, what a revelation. That's why people be getting lost. Because, uh... They're like, oh, well, God is a provider, but he's not always going to provide in the way we think. You know, they're like, oh, well, and now we have a of it. Like, that's <laughs> that's not what most people would think, you know, but he's always going to be made. He's always going to make a way. He is able and he provides for us. <laughs> Abraham knew what it was like to trust God to provide. Abraham obediently brought his son Isaac up the mountain to sacrifice him, trusting that God would provide a substitute. In Genesis chapter 22, 9, uh, verses 9 through 19, Abraham was getting ready to sacrifice his only son when an angel called out for him to stop. There was a ram in the bush, And Abraham used the animal instead of his son to be sacrificed. Just when Abraham thought he had no other option, God provided. Oh, y'all already know we finna go to that story. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. So yesterday it was Jehovah Mekedesh. And today it's Jehovah Jireh which means the Lord will provide. Genesis chapter 22, verse 14. God saw to it that Abraham would not have to sacrifice his son. Every single day, each one of us has to make choices. The choice to make a payment, trusting God to provide financially, the choice to be nice, (laughs) trusting that god's word is true yep love thy neighbor love your enemies trusting that god's word is true the choice to make good decisions about life trusting that god sees our good deeds oh excuse me Hmm. trusting mm -hmm, yeah trusting that god sees our good deeds When we trust God financially, emotionally, and spiritually, he always provides because that's who he is. Because it's just who he is. Come on now. God is the one who provides. He surely is. Uh, He always provides because that's just who he is. Come on, Lord. (laughs) Reflect. Is there anything you have ever needed in the past, received it, and wondered how did it happen? When uh, That was number one. Number two, when were you able to provide something to someone? How did it feel? And then number three, what is one thing you need God to provide for? Ask him for it. Well, I'll give you my answers for these questions. The first one, is there anything you have ever needed in the past, received it, and wondered how did it happen? Hmm, when, uh, or well, my tires, oh my gosh, that's the most recent, because there's a bunch of things, there's, there's a lot of things that I've needed in the past, received it, and been like, literally- literally how What with my tires, right? Um, I thought I needed, I thought I just needed one, you know, because that one was messed up. And then I went and um, spoke to my pastor. They came, looked at it. He was like, you don't need one. You need two. He was like, how many do you really need? I was like, well, I know the one is messed up, but since you're saying that, I'm going to assume I need two. And he was like, yes. So, and then we were looking for two tires. And then the next time I spoke to him, he told me he had four tires for me. He had four tires for me, guys. Do you guys know how much buying four tires would cost? And he he got them. And he put them on my car and got someone to balance and rotate them for me. For free. I did not pay a dime for those tires. Do you? Oh my gosh. That was such a big blessing. Because I didn't have anybody. Because <laughs> I didn't have anybody, I was like, how am I going to get new tires? And I don't have money, Lord. He said fret not baby girl i got you he really is a god that provides oh my gosh (laughs) four tires i meant to search up what the cost of the four tires would have been and you know what the tires they're not exactly uh the same size as the ones i had before but my car is raised up a little bit which i very much appreciate And um, everything is, everything is great. So I'm so, I'm so very thankful, so very grateful. Like, I got to write that one down for day three. I'm so grateful for my, for my tires, for my car. I I wrote that one the other day. And just my church and just my God for just always being a provider. Because everything I receive comes through him. It comes from him through, uh, you know, Christ Jesus, but through other people. Because if they, oh man, if they believe in Christ Jesus, right? They're a disciple of Christ and they, they do the things that he says. Yes, it definitely, it surely will affect me. Because if people don't follow what Christ says and they, you know, don't love their neighbor and don't treat... You know, don't love their enemies and stuff. You know, I'm somebody's neighbor. They're gonna treat me, you know, they go follow somebody. That's what that's what my pastor said. One of my other pastors said before. If you're not following God, who are you following? Because you're following somebody, whether you realize it or not. Right? So just just thank you. Just thank you, Lord. You need to be number one. Bump waking up. Cause I'm going to be grateful for you whether I wake up or not. My goodness, I love my God. Right? Next one. When were you able to help uh, provide something to someone? And how did it feel? When was I able to help provide something for someone? I wanted to use that as an example, but that wasn't me. That was all the Lord. <laughs> that was all Jesus. Well, I guess sometimes when me and my best buddy go out to eat, we'll rotate paying for each other, right? Sometimes we might pay for ourselves. Sometimes one of us might pay for both of us. And um, it feels nice when I'm able to be like, not nah, girl, put your card away. I got it. You know, because sometimes I'll be low on funds and she got it. And then sometimes she'll be low on funds and I got it. And then sometimes both of us got it and that's all right. It feels nice to be able to take care of the people who take care of me. Right? When I start getting more money and more clients again, my mama gonna be getting some more money too. Mm-hmm. It felt it feels good to be able to to help people receive something that they want that they need and sometimes want, right? It's 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 a great feeling. And what is one thing you need God to provide for? Ask him for it. One thing I need God to provide for. Other than, you know, bills and stuff, because he's already he's already making way for that. He's already making way for a lot of things. I I know. But Lord, I need a new place to live. And I, I need it to be actually organized which is actually organized and not like not like oh my bed's over here like you know my clothes in the closet are like clean and stuff. I mean organized as a business. <laughs> as a business cuz I I I want a house. I really do want a house, but I'm willing to compromise for a couple more years because I want a house. But I don't think uh, taking care of a maintenance for a house would be the best thing for me right now, considering that I may not have all the time in the world to, uh, you know, be home and whatnot. So I think I might just find a, a better apartment. But I will, I'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. I trust the Lord. Whatever he has for me is for me. And that can't be changed by anybody else even myself (laughs) but yes lord i need a a new place to live jesus because i i might live in an apartment but i'm not gonna live in this one (laughs) i'm not gonna live in this one no more it's time it's time it's time i know the feeling when it's time and i'm feeling like it's time lord Mm -hmm. so let's move on to these verses right first one is romans chapter 8 verse 32 he that spared not his own son but delivered him up for us all for us all how shall he not with him also freely give us all things right now let's read that in amp because we understand it but we really want to take it in what does it really mean you know 32 He who did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Mm-hmm. Graciously give us all things. And then this is Genesis 22 verses 9 through 19 so we're gonna read this story be good son (laughs) when they came to the place of which god had told him abraham built an altar there and arranged the wool and bound isaac his son and placed him on the altar on top of the wood abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. The Hebrew verb refers to the ritual procedure by which the blood flows straight to the ground. Mm -hmm. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. He answered, here I am. The Lord said, do not reach out with the knife in your hand against the boy and do nothing to harm him. For now I know that you fear God with reverence and profound respect. Pause! That you fear God with reverence and profound respect. You don't You don't think of God and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. No. When you say fear, it's with reverence and profound respect. Understanding that he is God. You know what I'm saying? He is God. Continuing, since you have not withheld me from your son, your only son of promise. Then Abraham looked up and glanced around and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up for a burnt offering, ascending sacrifice, instead of his son. So Abraham named that place the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. He named that place the Lord will provide. Mm-hmm. All right, my brain got lost the Lord okay there we go. And it is said to this day on the mountain of the Lord it will be seen and provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham and said from heaven a second time and said, By myself, on the basis of who I am, I have sworn an oath, declares the Lord, that since you have done this thing and have not withheld from me your son, your only son of promise, indeed I will greatly bless you and I will greatly multiply your seed like the stars of heaven's Mm. And like the sand on the seashore, and your seed shall possess the gate of their enemies by conquering them. Through your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have heard and obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his servants, and they got up and went with him to Beersheba. And Abraham settled in Beersheba. Or Beersheba. I feel Beersheba is better. That makes sense. Amen. I like they like Bible stories. Cause it's like wow. All right. And today we would what what was the second name? Today was Jehovah McKedish. Or yesterday was Jehovah McKedish. Today is Jehovah Jireh. So let me write that down. With all the definitions, would I already have a thing called Bible Notes? Or this is Podcast Notes, but I'll still write it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And today is the third two slash three. <laughs> Jehovah. Jehovah. Alright, now let's go to yesterday's Jehovah Mm, Kaddish. Kaddish. I'm going to figure out how to properly pronounce these words. But I can still take these notes after I finish. I don't want to have a bunch of empty, awkward spaces for you guys. Because you're just listening but Jehovah Makedish and Jehovah Jireh oh holy spirit remind me to write that down good stretchies good stretchies all right and then today in our whispers of wisdom we are on day 34 don't do it Mm-hmm. don't do it day 34 Don't go against what you know is right. Don't cave to the temptation or pressure to do wrong. Bro, because I surely wanted to go back to sleep. Oh my gosh. But he woke me up twice this morning. So I'm like, all right, I know I need to get up. (laughs) Have you ever been tempted to steal something from a store or even from friends? You think that the store owner will never know or that your friend has so much that she won't miss what you take. Have you been tempted to tell a lie to your parents, teachers, or friends? It's easy to tell yourself that it's just a little white lie when it doesn't mean anything, but a lie is still a lie. Or have you been tempted to mislead others, to trick them into doing something? When you are tempted to when your friends are pressuring you to do what you know is wrong or to break the rules your parents have made for you, remember that you are a child of God. Even if your parents never find out, God will know. He sees everything. Ask for help when you're facing temptation. He loves you and he'll help you. Whisper of wisdom. Do not steal. Do not lie. and Do not deceive one another. Leviticus nineteen eleven. Mm-hmm. What I did, I, I read my um my little. I read my little uh Instagram bio, either yesterday or the day before, or something like that. And it was, spirit will always reveal, what man chooses not to. Or what the physical chooses not to, but, you know, still man. But uh, just because everyone doesn't see it doesn't mean the Lord doesn't. God sees everything, including your good deeds and your not-so-good deeds. And that's okay. We're humans, and we are supposed to be ever-changing. Because we are inherently wicked, birth. Sometimes the first thing that pops up in your mind is not what you should do. You have to train. You have to retrain your brain to fix all that, to actually do good. You have to physically and emotionally and spiritually fight your flesh in order to follow the word of God. But you know what? It's literally worth it. Ten out of ten. 10 out of 10, we'll do again. It's literally worth it. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you all have a productive, productive day. Mm -hmm. Productive and progressive. Stay safe and stay blessed. And have a great day. I love you.